All right, you crazy fucks. I was retired down in Florida, cashing government checks, and you people have gotten so goddamn stupid, I had to come back and tell you how damn stupid y'all are. But before we get going, I got a shout out to my sponsor, Lining Kugel Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. They're not paying me to say this, but they're fucking, it's delicious. It's a great winter beer. And Fox's New Mutants, there's mutants and they're new, and it's only an hour and a half long, so not going to waste that much of your day. But let's get started with the uh, the COVID um, vaccine. It's out or coming out soon. I think I think because Republicans are so fucking dumb and they can't wear the mask and they don't believe in science and the Democrats are so wise and so safe in their crystal palaces where they could stay in and sacrifice for all of us. I think Republicans should get it first. I think if you're a registered Republican, you should be first one for the vaccine. I mean, if we're all about saving lives, and these dumbasses are the ones killing everyone, and it's a win-win. The Republicans get to go back to doing their shit, fucking noodling for catfish, fucking drinking beers all day like badasses, fucking shooting shit. They get to go back and doing that, and Democrats get a self-immolate. They get to sacrifice themselves. They get to show people how good they are, how morally strong they are, how they're willing to stay inside for extra months, sacrificing for all us low-level losers down here. I think everyone's happy. I think everyone gets exactly what they fucking want. In football, uh, we have the great Fitzmagic taking a seat, but still... Proven every practice how great he is. If you haven't seen, he practices in the shortest of shorts, which I think gets him a first ballot trip into the Hall of Fame. This man is hilarious, and he wins with shit football teams. I don't know what else you want. He put two in the Dolphins in a position that they're probably going to the playoffs. They might win a game or two in the playoffs. That's fucking insane. So yeah, two Probably shouldn't even be playing this year. You know, we used to not start quarterbacks their rookie year. They usually sat the bench and learned how to play the fucking game. But he's in, and he's crushing, all because he has the magic of Fitzmagic's booty shorts on his side. How can you have any stress knowing that man's backing you up? Knowing that god of a man has your six. Unlike the Cowboys who Dak Prescott backed up by Dalton, and now they're both broken like his goddamn ankles. Also, thinking about Florida, how strange is it that in this coming week, Florida is going to be the only place, one of the few places in the world not locked down. It's going to be one of the few places that still has faith in humanity, that thinks that you don't have to have your hand held every two seconds. Most of Europe's locking back down, bunch of Asia... Fucking most of America, Canada, they're all locking back down. So not even our whole country. The state of Florida said, you know what? Fuck you, America. I'm doing it my way. I'm staying open. I think my people can fucking handle this shit. Meanwhile, you got Gavin Newsom out there telling everyone they have to be inside by 10 or else they get their dick cut off. 
Meanwhile, he's out having a fancy dinner. You know, and this is kind of why no one believes any of their bullshit. That everyone says, "Oh, how could you? How can't you believe in climate change? Look how they handle COVID. This one, we there are people dying, right? There, we see people dying. We see people in the hospitals. We see people getting sick. It's not like climate change where you you look out at the ocean and it looks to be in the same spot it was 20 years ago. Seems like horse shit, and they keep selling us this pipe dream. This one." Empirically, we could tell that it's happening. That that maybe it's not that bad. Maybe it's not the end of the world, but we know COVID actually exists. We're 100% sure there's not really COVID deniers out there saying, nah, there's, maybe there are. Maybe there's a couple fucking crazy people, but I'm not too worried about them. I'm not too worried about the two guys with their tin hats on saying, ah, that COVID's just a made-up thing. The severity is... But we know it's there. Whereas climate change, who, we're not sure. We're not sure it's there and we're not 100% sure man's causing it. And we don't know what the repercussions are going to be. And yet, the same people act the same way. They tell us how scary it is and then they're flying private jets around. Then they're owning three houses, Bernie Sanders. Then they're, you know, adding on to an airport that's at sea level. Why are you doing that, New York? Shouldn't shouldn't you be putting the whole fucking thing on stilts if you think climate change is so bad? If in the next five years, you're not even going to be done with construction. And it's going to be underwater. You're going to have to change the airplane so they could take off like a submarine into the air. That's... And then they want us to believe it. Then they want to say, oh, look how horrible it is. You're nuts. It's, it has nothing to do with the science. It doesn't have anything to do with, oh, the scientists believe this or that. Great. We don't see banks acting like it's real. We don't see politicians acting like it's real. The people on top of roofs screaming at us, telling us how scary COVID is or how scary climate change is, don't ba- act like it's real at all. And now you have Gavin, and they treat COVID the same way, right? AOC's out there blowing bubbles with little kids. I thought... Those are bubbles of death. Gavin Newsom's at dinner with a bunch of people. What's he doing? <laughs> killing society, I think. He's killing... He's going to be responsible for 30 deaths just at that one dinner. Call him the lumberjack. Because he's stacking up wood in coffins. And this this is where we get it from. Right? Houses on... on Waterfront properties still cost a lot. Banks are still covering them. Insurance is still covering them. Why would that happen if in four years they're going to be underwater? You would never see it. (sighs) Fucking COVID. It's got me so mad. It's got me so mad I'm podcasting again. I hate fucking podcasting. Sitting in this room like a psychopath drinking beers at noon. Showing everyone how pissed off I am. All right, what else do we have to talk about? I was really hoping I had more to to soften the blow with what's coming next, but that's that's all I got. Some rants on Fitzpatrick's shorts and COVID. Now we get to jump into race. There's a there's a fun thing to talk about. There's a I'm sure that has no landmines I could step on. I th- I find the whole idea of racism silly. 
Right. It's it's something that's hard to prove that that's why we are where we are right now, burning down cities and shit. Because if you think about it, if you look at all of human history, right, from the cavemen, from the first Homo sapien to now, most of the fights, most of the conflicts between each human were of the same race. Right? The black cavemen weren't taking a jumbo jet to Europe to start a fight. Right, They had to just stay in their little tribe and squabble with another little tribe and have lions fucking eat them. Not because they were black, because they looked like food to the lions. No one calls lions racist. Maybe we should. Maybe we should get the Tiger King out here talking about his racist ass lions. But same in Europe. They were all just fighting amongst themselves and as time went on, You know, people started traveling a little more, but you were still within your race. You were still in Africa. You know, even back in let's let's say the pharaohs who enslaved the Jews, they they probably looked pretty close to each other. You know, Egypt and Israel aren't that far apart. They probably had you know copper tone in their skin, some curly hair, some curly beards. I'd say they're close enough to be the same race. So through all that time, that's thousands and thousands of years, every conflict was same race. And even slavery, like I just said, the pharaohs and the Jews, right? Europeans all enslaved themselves and each other, right? The English enslaved other English, the Vikings enslaved other Vikings because they thought if you're weak, if we can beat you in a fight, you, you deserve to be a slave. The Romans enslaved G- German tribes and the English tribes. Because they said, these guys, these guys are animals. Look at how they live out here. Barely farming, barely getting by. We, we should just lock them up, take them around, get them some culture. And that was kind of the deal. They'd work for free and no longer have to live in a forest without showering for seven months. Fucking women that don't, you can't tell if they're a man or a chick. So fucking fat and ugly. So that was so conflict, slave, even slavery. Ninety nine percent same race. So then you're telling me that one percent. So so that means that every idea that came out, every thought for why they would attack another human, had nothing to do with race. So all these ninety nine percent of the reason why one human fought another human. Nothing to do with race. And now you have to tell me that the 1%, which we know most of which didn't have to do with race either. It was, I want your land, I want this. Like, look at the movie 300. I know it's not like a historically accurate picture, but they still sent emissaries, right? The giant black dude at the beginning who's like, ah, I want land and water, right? Why would you send an emissary if it was a race thing? They can't change it. He didn't show up and say, yo, you're too white. You got you to gotta black it up. Got to black your shit up or else we're going to kill you. No, no, no. He said, I want your land. I want your people. We're stronger than you. We'll, we'll let you live or we'll kill you. That's, that's the deal. And then he fucking Spartan kicked him into a hole. Not because he was black. But because of he was coming in disrespecting his biatch. Disrespecting his kingdom. 
It had nothing to do with race. So if we know that 99% of human conflict had nothing to do with race, and even in that 1% where there was a mix of race and conflict, those also had nothing to do with race. So where, where do we get this idea that racism is so important, that it's so big? You know, it's a pretty new idea. If you had people that stayed in their own group, right? The Genghis Khan was just beating up yellow-faced, slanty-eyed people all the time. That's it. He's like, hey, you look like me. I'll still fucking kill you. I don't care. I don't give a shit. And it wasn't like when he got to the round eyes, he was any gentler. He was like, oh, man. He's white folk. No, he just killed them all the same. Fucking raped up all their women. That's what he did. How he got through his days. Quickly realizing how much no bueno this whole podcast is. There's going to be a lot of woke people pretty upset that I'm I'm telling them their sacred cow of racism is, is bullshit. Because <laughs> if there's no racists out there, it's all my fault that I didn't do well. That's not good. We'll get into why I'm bringing this all up. It all, all has to do with the NFL. It's because of the football. I, I took a whole look at human history and the conflict between races because football pissed me off. That's how insane this is. <sighs> so, okay. So, we, we know that we only care about America, right? So, you're sitting there. You're like, oh, yeah. Uh, all this racism stuff. But you keep on bringing up Africa and Europe and Asia. No one cares, bro. Only America. That's what we care about. Well, fuck you. America is a pretty new thing. But that, we'll, we'll get into it. I'll, for you, I will get into America. So first off, the major race issue, I guess, is black, white, right? Because of slavery. Pretty pissed off about that. I like the Latin people trying to jump in. They're like, oh, we need we need reparations too. America was tough on us. Yo, motherfuckers, we beat you in a war and took all of Mexico and Texas. We were fighting over like 20 miles of land because you guys wouldn't shut the fuck up about which river it was that was the border of Texas. You weren't arguing that Texas wasn't ours. You were just arguing that part of Texas wasn't ours. And our response was, Putting a gun so far up your ass, we got to all of Mexico being ours. And then we were like, you know what? It's chill. We'll give you back Mexico. We're taking this part of land and we're paying for it. So what fucking reparations do you want? We killed you fuckers. Could have just kept it all. Gave it back and then paid for the part that we kept. So I want to hear it, Texas. If I were a black man, A, I would wear cool purple suits all the time, and B, I would kick the shit out of Mexicans trying to get up in my shit. I wouldn't be about that, if I'm being honest. And also Native Americans. Oh, we were just peacefully sitting here. We were just so nice. No, you weren't. You were a bunch of assholes. You were killing each other all the time, and you didn't even have the wheel. You were here so fucking long, and you didn't invent the wheel yet. Think about that. You know the dumb caveman who invented the wheel? You guys couldn't do it. You guys are like, oh, we're too busy hunting deers and smoking weed. Killing each other. So I don't want to hear it from the Native Americans either. 
And most of the Native Americans we fucked over originate from Canada. They're not even from here. They couldn't, they couldn't really be on the Great Plains because they didn't have horses. Makes it hard to travel. To chase buffalo and fucking, well, bison. And fucking shoot them in the face. Now there were some. But nowhere near the numbers until we introduced horses and wheels to you guys. And then you're like, oh, life can, life's a lot better because these Europeans got here. They really fixed our... Like, you guys are fucking known for riding horses now. You didn't even have them. You didn't even have a damn horse. It was a gift. The, the Spanish came by and said, here's some fucking horses, guys. Enjoy. You guys got all happy. You jumped on it like a little girl and galloped around. You said, oh, look at me. You put ribbons in your hair. Ah, I'm bouncing on my horse through the fucking plains. So the point being, we're going to keep it condensed to black and white issues in America. The land of the free. Um, I gotta look up some dates. I'm pretty sure we signed the Constitution in 1788. Let me... I need a Jamie. I need a guy who I could just yell at and say, Hey, when was the Constitution signed? 1787, but ratified in 1788. So we're going to say 1788. Which means the slave trade, the international slave trade, you know, when we put black people from Africa on a boat, sailed them over, that was illegal in 1808. So 20 years later, 20 years, that's it. So all these... All these guys complaining about, oh, we were kidnapped from our land, from the great motherland. We were kidnapped. We don't know where we're from. It's horrible. It's all your fault, America. We only did it 20 years. 20 years. It was mostly Europeans and Spaniards that did it. The British stole most of y'all. You know, we, we didn't have a great navy. You couldn't really go over there. Kidnap people, put them on boats, bring them back. Wasn't something we were great at. So for 20 years. In some states, I think Delaware, the second they were ratified, no slaves. None. 20 years, guys. The international slave trade was never old enough to buy a beer. It died a year early. 20 years is how long it took Ash Ketchum to finally become a Pokemon master. That's it. 20 years. That's all. And then think about it from then. We had places that didn't have slavery. We fought a war. What? 60 years later? To end all slavery in the country. That's it. That's an old man. 60 years. 80 years. One guy could have lived to see the end. The start of America to the end of slavery. That's how long it was. And they want to put it all on us. Imagine, we talk a lot about reparations, right? Imagine trying to figure out who's owed what. It would be fucking insane. Right? Because you'd have to look back at your ancestors and say, Alright, this guy, he was a slave. Oh, but he was only a slave when the colonies were French or when they were British or Spanish. 
So he was never really a slave in America. So America should owe me anything. But England should owe me something. And then you look back to who put them on the boats? Other African tribes. They they knocked them over the head, said, you're coming over here and I'm selling you. I'm getting some good money for you. And sent them over. And like I said before, the boats were mostly Spanish. Spanish and English. Now you're... So, so you have to say, all right, maybe 50% of the reparations I'm owed come from Africa. Good luck with that. Good luck. They're the ones who kidnapped you. They, Other people didn't kidnap you. They bought you. Right? If someone steals... We, we, had, a, we had a landscaping guy. And it turned out his tractor was stolen. But he bought it. No one... He bought it from the guy who stole it. So he lost the tractor. The tractor got taken away from him. But he didn't go to jail. No one said he was the thief. The Africans were the kidnappers. So here's in the narrative. You have to go back to Africa and get some money from them. Then you have to go to the people who put you on a boat. So the French, the English, or the Spanish, most likely. Get some money from them. Then you get here. And you could start talking about how America owes you some money. And that's only if you were still a slave during that time. And you have to count. You could have ran away to the north. People ran away to the north. So then how much does America owe you? Because, yes, America had you as a slave, but they also were your freedom. And there were people in the south helping. So do you want their grandkids to give you money? And the idea that it's... (laughs) And look where it starts. It started with two people two groups of the same race so it wasn't racism that caused it and i don't think it was racism at all because we didn't go to france there were tons of black people in france and england at the time we never america never went over there and said oh oh he's black so he's, he's a slave we could just take him he's ours now no, no it wasn't about race <laughs> it was about these guys were conquered by these guys and willing to sell them right And also the Native Americans took slaves. They took slaves that were white, black, other Native Americans. It wasn't about race. They said, fuck it. You work for free now. I'm the captain now. You work for us. Most of it was like I said earlier. It was... Slavery was some sort of power thing or a cultural thing, which is different than race. Right? You could be black in France and black in Africa and black in America. You have a different culture. Things are different. They said, look at, look at these English people. The Romans said, look at the Germans and the English. They're gross. We, can, we could enslave them. It's no worse than their life now. That's what they said. It wasn't about their race. And even, like I said, with the black slaves, it wasn't about race. It was just that's where they bought from. And on top of it, of the 14 million people taken out of Africa into slavery... America, over all the time that even it wasn't America, even when it was English-owned, only got 400,000. Of 14 million, they took 400,000. Most of them went to Latin America. Spanish could not get enough of slavery. They loved it. They enslaved the natives. They enslaved black people. Loved it. So those are the assholes. 
You think they're trying to get reparations in Mexico? No. What are you going to get? A fucking taco? A chalupa? That's going to make you feel better? That's going to solve it? No, they only want, you know, they don't want reparations from us because we're white. They want it because we have stuff to give them. Right? And what about a half black person? Do they pay themselves? No. This whole idea that it's race either way is just a way for politicians to divide us. To say, oh, that race is stealing from you or that race is taking from you. I mean, that's what Hitler did. He invented his own race because it was such a strong tool. The idea of racism was so powerful, he invented his own. Not that racism ever really did anything. Racism's fake. It's all different cultures we don't like or different ideas. It's statistically near impossible to prove that racism is a thing. And yes, there are people, oh, my great-grandfather hated them, so I hate them too. Yeah, but you have to go back to why your great-grandfather hated them. Not because they were black. It's because they were brought over on a boat and told they weren't worthy. They weren't as good of people. You know, kind of like when the Italians came here or the Irish. They walked in, oh God, those stinky Italians. They can't work, they're idiots. Put them in a factory, chop off their hands, who gives a shit? They'll be happy for it. So why? Why Why bring this up? Why put myself out there and say racism's fake? It's really culture wars and control. It's really a way to get people riled up and all pissed off. And then you got people saying, I'm anti-racist. Look how great I am. No. You're just as bad. You're trying to control other people based on the dumbest thing ever. Which is pigment. Melanin content. You're an idiot. That's what you are. And that's the other thing. If you think racism is stupid. If you think no one should be racist. If we're all all the same. And yet you want to say it's that important of thing? A bunch of idiots were that smart? Uh-uh. Doesn't, doesn't pass the smell test. But yes, why, why, why did we get here? Why am I committing social suicide because of the goddamn NFL and their goddamn new rules of stupidity. They fucking changed the rules so if you hire a head coach or a GM of color or coordinators of color, you move up in the draft. A head coach gets you six spots. On top of that, a GM gets you six spots. The stupidest fucking rule ever. And my friend, I have friends that say, oh, you just don't want white coaches to be fired. I don't give a fuck what color the coach is. I, who gives a shit? I care if they win. Right? I'm cheering on the Dolphins. They got a black head coach and a black quarterback. I don't care. It's like, go fucking fins up. Get Fitzmagic in his booty shorts out there. Cheering them on. They're a fun team to watch. They enjoy the game. That's what I care about. Imagine the first poor motherfucker who was going to go to Alabama, from Alabama to like Miami. He's going to live a great life. Oh, no taxes. No bullshit. Be on the beach with some sluts every day. 
That was his life. That was his spot in the draft. And then another team comes up because they hired a black head coach and took his spot from him. And took him somewhere like Detroit or Chicago. Now he's getting taxed through the ass. It's cold all the goddamn time. Gets Ends up in Minnesota. Think about that. You could have been in Miami and now you're in Minnesota. Still draft the same. Still, still pick 20th in the draft overall. But because they hired a black head coach and a black GM and a black offensive coordinator, now you're they they moved up in the draft, took the twentieth pick, grabbed you, moved your candy ass all the way up to freezing cold fucking Minnesota. I can't wait for those kids to come out. And the best part is they're gonna be black kids. They're gonna be black guys saying, "What the fuck? I was gonna be in this great fucking state and now I'm stuck here. Fuck this rule." I said, "Look." The top quarter of the top 10 quarterbacks, five are black, right? A lot of people say, well, you know, the coaches never get the teaching and the hands up that they need to, to succeed in this league. I don't remember Russell getting a handout because he was a black quarterback or a black baseball player. I don't, I don't remember what rules led to Patrick Mahomes being as fucking amazing as he is. Who was helping these guys? Who said off? Oh, that skin tone. We need to get you some help. We need, your skin tone is so bad. If we don't help you right now, you're never going to succeed. No. They fucking did it. Lamar Jackson. They did it. They figured it out. Now they're getting paid for it. Who's This rule tells them you didn't do it on your own. You couldn't have. That's impossible. There's no way you could succeed without a handout. Have you seen your melanin content? Have you seen your skin tone? You can't do shit without a handout, sir. I would appreciate it if you remember that. How fucking dumb. Mike Tomlin. Fucking dark as night, man. He's the 22nd most winning coach in the history of the NFL. Who helped him up? Who saved him? When he was when he was a tot, unable to learn a single fucking thing because he's black. No, he figured it out. And the Steelers said, damn, we like winning here. So we're gonna we're gonna hire you. We're gonna pay you. We're gonna make lots and lots of money. Lots and lots of fans. People are gonna love you in Pennsylvania. Love you. But no, he couldn't he couldn't do it on his own. That's what that's what they think. That's what they're saying. Cannot do it on his own. He needed help. And everyone needs help. I get that. But <laughs> not based on skin tone. Not based on gender. You're going to find people that help you. Right? I don't I don't get to walk into somewhere and be like, yo, oh, fuck. We're both white. Where's my job? Right? I don't, I don't walk on a movie set. Of any movie, I can't walk on the Avengers and say, "Yeah, oh, look at all these white folk. Fucking suit me up. I'll be Iron Man. I'm white too." No, it doesn't work like that. I don't know. I don't know who thinks it does. It doesn't. So yeah, Mike Tomlin didn't achieve. Lovey Smith sucks. Bad coach. Made it to the Super Bowl. Can't take that away from him. They're trying to. They're trying to say he didn't deserve it. Trying to say he couldn't do it on his own. He did it. 
I didn't even count. I, I started to count the race of all the head coaches in the NFL. I got six black guys. And I stopped. I was like, oh, we're crushing it. But that's, there's 32 teams. That's way more than the 13% that you need. 13%. That's the, that's the percentage of black people in America. So that's what you're looking for. Right? So five, six coaches. Let, let's say five. Five divided by 32. Boom. 16%. That's over 13. They're good. We got it. We got that parody you're looking for. It's it's clear the rules unneeded, unnecessary. <laughs> and I don't care. I don't care if it's 32 black coaches. Great. Do they all earn it? Great. If they're the best for the job, hire them. I can tell you right now there's a bunch of coaches that shouldn't have a job. It's going to be a bunch of openings. So if you're you're that black coach that is next in line, you should get that job. If you're an Asian coach, next in line, you should get that job. If you're a woman coach, next in line, you should get that job. Might be a little awkward in the locker room after a game, but fuck it. I'm sure you're a lesbian, so you don't even care. Uh, That was homophobic. I'm sorry for the zero lesbian listeners out there. You don't listen to this podcast. You turned it off at three minutes in. Let's be honest. I just... And the funniest part, too, is the owners decided this rule. So there's 32 owners, 31 white, one of color. That's that's how we like to say it. Of color. The of color one has no black GM. No black head coach. No black offensive coordinator. No black defensive coordinator. All whiteies. Is he an idiot? Is he a racist? No. He hired who he thought could win. That's what happened. And the other 31, not they, they pass this rule. They go in the room and say, we need this rule. Add diversity. Not one. You're the guys who hire them. If you want more diversity, walk outside and hire a black guy. It's not that hard. It's literally your job. You choose who's hired and who's fired. You could get on your phone and say, sorry, you're gone. I got to get more diversity. That's what I want. But they made a rule. Because they didn't want to do it. So they had to make a rule. So everyone else who didn't want to do it. Is equally fucked. Because they looked around at the six head coaches. And said damn they're all really good. The next five coaches are going to be white. The sixth best head coach that's not hired is a black guy. Fuck. I better get something if I'm going to hire him. Which I think too. Right. I think they should have to say, they should have to say, okay, we hired Lovey Smith back as a head coach. There's a move that might happen because of this rule. Lovey Smith might be back in the NFL. You guys are mad. But we hired Lovey Smith. You should have to say which white coaches you passed up. You should have to say, I was looking at these five coaches that were white. They were all a lot better than Lovey Smith, but I went Lovey Smith. Because that's what it's about. It's about social justice. If Lovey Smith was actually the best coach out there to take, you're not helping justice, you're helping yourself. It's a greedy thing to do. It's, you took the best guy available. That's greed. That's not justice. That's not... So you shouldn't get the rewards. And all these teams, the Steelers, Steelers shouldn't get, <laughs> get a move up in the draft. They already have a black coach. 
Who's winning for them? Who's the 22nd most winning coach in the league? History. There's 32 coaches in the league today. He's the 22nd best all time. They shouldn't get a move up. They're not, they didn't hire him for justice. They hired him to win Super Bowls, and he did. It's the dumbest fucking thing. And some people, too, some people get mad. So, yeah, so I want, I want you to have to say, oh, I, I really wanted Urban Meyer. I really wanted Nick Saban. He was, he was a lot better than this guy, but damn, do I love that justice. Then we'll see, see what the newspapers do. How do you, how do you, because that's what they're doing. They're just saying we should do it behind closed doors. But you should have to. You should have to name a white guy that was better. That should be part of this to earn your social justice prize of six draft picks higher. Also, what happens if they you trade a draft pick? Like if you're the, whatever, if you're Miami, black head coach. So you've already moved up six spots and then another team trades and gets that draft pick. Do they get that draft pick that's up at like 20th? Or do they have to go back to the 26th one? But if they have a black coach, can they get up to 14th pick now? This is the stupidest fucking thing ever. And some people get mad. They say 13%. I brought that up because population, 13% black. Uh, That's not true. It's actually, it's 70% black in the league. So there should be 70% black head coaches. If there's 70% people black in the league, that means other places cannot get to the 13% black margin. You've made it impossible. You've overhired. You've overpicked the crop. You've fucked over some other industry now that cannot get to where they need. Also, if that's if that's really what you're claiming, no women coaches. Right? All those all those commercials for the 49ers chick coach we saw, she's gotta be fired. There's not a single woman player. So if you want to go by percentage of players and what they are, there goes gay coaches. There's what, two homos in the league? So that, that a coach can have a gay right pinky toe. That's it. No. You're dumb. It's a dumb thing to say. 70%. Out of your goddamn mind. Alright, let's see if I got anything else for you fuckers. Brought me out of goddamn retirement. I was loving it. I was loving sleeping in every day. Cashing those sweet, sweet checks. Women coaches did that. Slavery. Fun topic did that. Oh, yeah. Passing a rule. This is my last one. This will be it. We'll close it out. Passing a rule to get rid of stupidity. Which racism is. Racism... I, I know that I said racism doesn't exist. It's a simplification of cultural differences that we had in history has now flourished into this thing we call racism. It's not what it is. Racism's stupid, right? We don't pass laws to get rid of stupidity. We don't we don't have a law that every every American has to have a globe in their house and pictures of the earth from space because flat earthers are stupid. That's not going to say change their mind. They're just going to say this is bullshit. It's a stupid globe. The globe's wrong. These pictures are a lie. Right? They've all seen globes. They've all seen pictures from space. They call them lies anyways. 
We don't pass laws to get rid of stupidity. There's no getting rid of stupidity. The person has to decide to educate themselves. So passing laws to get rid of racism doesn't really work. And now you'll say voting rights laws and stuff. Kind of. Was it racism they were getting rid of? Or people being assholes to have more power? Because their vote was worth more when they kept other people from voting. Just because the easiest group out there to keep from voting was illegal immigrants. Oh, I'm sorry. Women. Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. People of a different skin color. Uh, except they voted in other states that weren't the South. So, so, so black people were like the seventh, seventh easiest group to keep from voting. But hey, we got, we, we solved it. We fixed it. Saved the world. Yeah, those laws weren't to end racism. Those laws were to end people stealing power that wasn't theirs. I know it's a, it's a slight distinction, but an important one. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'm going to go back to finishing all these delicious, lining cool, snow drift vanilla porters. Beautiful artwork. They have a little Indian lady on it. I like that. I like seeing my Indian women when I eat butter or drink beer. You guys have a great day. Thanks for listening.